1: and welcome to Autism Live. This is Charles, better known as Cheese, and uh, he's our new mascot. So if you hear little woofing that's happening during the show, it's because Cheese hangs out with me during the show, right, Cheese? Um, this was one of Joanne's three dogs, and he is now living with us and our puppy doodle. And say, hi, Cheese. Hi. So he's, every once in a while, do you want to get down every once in a while you'll hear him give a little huff and he's sneezing right now i just wanted you to know what it was it's not that vacuuming it is it's cheese hey so i'm shannon penrod and we're coming to you live from the house and other places around los angeles we're so excited to be here with you this morning we got a big big show planned for you and i'm so excited because we have some really talented performers who are going to be joining us in just a few minutes uh and that always fills my heart and um I just want to remind since we brought up Joanne, I want to remind everybody that day after tomorrow on Saturday is the virtual memorial for Joanne Lara and uh, we're excited and nervous about that. Uh, The Center for Autism and Related Disorders has graciously Donated their um, Zoom webinar platform so that we can invite anybody who wants to to come and be a part of it, and, and we're really appreciative to them for doing that. And um, so Traven and I are running the tech end of uh, the you know the behind the scenes end of the memorial, and you know it's it, we're we're excited to be have an opportunity to do that and to serve Joanne, and we're hoping that you know. We're saying thank you for good internet. Uh, I was told the other day, don't, don't just keep asking for good internet, say thank you for providing good internet. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, so that is on Saturday and all of you are welcome to come. The speakers are gonna be off the chain. We have Ed Asner, Joe Montaigne, Chuck Saffler, uh, Dr. Doreen Grampy-Shea and many, many, many more. Do- Dr. Temple Grandin, Dr. Stephen Shore. I mean, it's just going to be um, a really amazing, amazing, amazing program, we hope. Fingers crossed. Internet. Thank you for good internet. In any case, um, we're here today on Autism Live, and we're going to be talking about autism from a 360-degree perspective. We hope that you'll hear something today that will provide you Uh, information and inspiration and or, right? We'll we'll take take both, but either or would work, right? Um, That is our mission here. And I wanna be clear that our mission, uh, we we're really speaking out to the greater autism community. And that starts of course with that beautiful core of individuals who are on the autism spectrum, of course, um, because we want to serve them and give them a voice and give them an opportunity to tell us what they need so that we can better serve them. Um, But we also extend our our hope and our mission to those who love individuals on the autism spectrum because we know we get there as a community. Si se puede, right? We hold hands virtually to get there. So that's what we're about. If you are a parent, um, a teacher, Uh, a sibling, a spouse, a boyfriend, or a girlfriend of someone who's on the autism spectrum, we welcome you as well to be here to learn about the things that you can do to provide um, support and to fight for the rights of the individual that you love on the autism spectrum, that they be treated with the dignity that they deserve, that they are able to pursue the things that they want to pursue, that they have... Uh, the resources uh, to do that, that they get the employment, the housing, the respect that is owed to them. That's what we're about top to bottom. And I uh, always like to remind you guys that we have experts that are on the show. I'm not one of them, but I am one of that, one of the part of the community that loves someone on the autism spectrum. I love many people on the autism spectrum, but it started with my son who was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half, he's now a beautiful 17 and amazing and the light of my life. Right? But there were times when we were having a really hard time and he was struggling to be able to do the things that he wanted to do, to be able to communicate what he needed. We got great resources. And part of the reason why I feel compelled to be here is to help you to get to what you need. It's not one size fits all. Right. Um, I, I love, you know, speaking of Dr. Stephen Shore, he's famous for having said, if you've met one person with autism, you have met one person with autism, right? It's not a one size fits all. But we hope that we can help you to connect to things that are purposeful and meaningful, meaningful to all of the members of that community that we were talking about, the autism, the, the greater autism community, right? And by greater, I mean larger, larger um and somebody already wrote in and said we love the miracle project and so i'm glad that you're here today because we are going to be featuring in just a little while uh elaine hall and a few of the performers from the miracle project because they have a show that's opening tonight and if you're wondering wait a second i think you're in los angeles shannon and i don't know how you're opening a show tonight uh let's Wait till we talk to Elaine Hall and she'll tell us more information about that. But before we get there, we have to remind you that the show is interactive in all parts of it, including when we have the folks from the Miracle Project on. We love to hear your thoughts, feelings, questions, and concerns. We love it when you just say hi. We're saying uh, good morning to Michelle right now. And good morning to Raquel as well. So feel free to write in on whatever platform you're watching. For those of you who are new to the program. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Swathi. Excited that I'm going to be on Swathi's radio show on Monday. Monday afternoon, um, Swathi and I are going to be talking on her radio show. So that will be really fun. Uh, But Uh, we have a bunch of different ways that you can interact with us here. Want to remind you that we are live right now on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube. And later on, it will still exist recorded on those platforms, but we will also podcast it to iTunes, Deezer, uh, iHeartRadio, and I'm forgetting one. Spotify. That's what I'm forgetting. And we are always live and uh, recorded on autism-live.com. That's our homepage. And there's a lot you can do on the homepage. You can search back through old shows. If there's a topic that you want to research, or you're like, I just love Dr. Temple Granon. And I, I, I just want to see Dr. Temple Granon. There's a whole playlist where you don't have to search through to find all the videos that she's in. They're there. Uh, there's also a playlist, for instance, for the Ask Dr. Doreens and a couple, like if you just tune in for the recipes and you've been missing the recipes, the playlist is there. Go to our website and click on the what's left and you can see all the fabulous things that you can cook without using gluten, dairy, soy, you know, what's left, right? That's why it's called what's left. Uh, All right, so check that out. By the way, while you're there, there is a chat button at the bottom of that page and it's free and anonymous. And in addition to the other ways that you can um, participate with us, there is that chat on autism-live.com. We're getting ready, we're getting geared up to start working on our toy guide. And so I wanna remind everybody too, if you've been looking for a toy, something that's right for the individual, you know. And, and I say toy, cause I still like toys <laughs> and I still like all the toys, but there are adult Um, things that I love, you know, like we had some puzzles on a couple of weeks ago. We're going to get back to featuring some toys and games, but in the meantime, if you're looking for something, we have three years worth of toy guides that are available. If you want the most recent one, click the toy guide at the top of the page on autism-live.com. If you want the other two, just click on blog because they are the top two posts there. We moved them so that they would be there. Wasn't that nice of us? Um, and by the way, I think in all three of those, maybe the, only the last two years, you guys asked for us asked us to make it interactive so that if there was a toy that you liked, you wanted to be able to click on the name of the toy and go to a place where you could purchase it. I just want to be clear that we don't, we're not getting a percentage of that. Um, that. We just did that because that was something you guys asked because you were like, don't make me have to go write down the name and go Google search it. And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be a pain in the neck. So it does, the, the toy connects directly with where you can purchase it. Um, can I share your autism live to my support group? Absolutely, of course. There is a button, um, especially on YouTube and on Facebook, where you can share us with whoever you would like to. Uh, we are here to be a free resource and we would like to be, on as many screens for free as we possibly can. We work on a very tight budget and there is no money for promotion or PR. We really count on the grassroots of all of you. So um, I'm supposed to remind you all the time, and I forget to, that please share us, uh, please like us on Facebook, please um, subscribe to us either on Facebook, on our homepage, or on YouTube or all of them. And please leave a review for us on iTunes because that helps more people. Believe it or not, the algorithm is such that the more um, reviews you get on iTunes, the more they bump you up and then they give you free PR. They, they recommend you to people because it seems like people are watching. So um, absolutely, please share. The one thing that we ask is that you share from the link so that we keep a count of how many people um, are watching the show. That's what makes it possible for us to keep the lights on. Um, is that if we're relevant, then we can keep the lights on. So uh, please share from the, the mother link. Um, we have had people before just take our stuff and, and, um, you know, I understand that. And as much as I want, um, you know, there is a way for you to take it and still have us get the counts. That's all. So, there you go. Um, All right, so on Thursdays, we like to start the show with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. And this is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym, we try to figure out what in the, hey, Nani Nani, are the experts talking about? Why do we need to know this? Why does it matter? Can't we just be left alone? And why do they have to make it so difficult, right? Um, but the longer we're here, the more we learn that the jargon terms, if we make friends with them, they can be helpful to us. So what we do here is we give you first the actual definition, then a working definition. Um, and then we try to break it down a little bit, uh, whenever possible, I try to make fun of the actual definition because most of them are not all of them, but a lot of them are useless unless you have a degree in like law and psychology and ABA, <laughs> they're like, they're paperweights, they're just not useful. They could you know, stop a door because some of them are long enough, but other than that, right? So let's take a look. Today's jargon term is ABA. Now I sort of put the cart before the horse, but the last three days, so on Monday, our jargon term was DTT, on Tuesday it was NET, and today we've arrived at ABA. Uh, If you watch this show, this is something that we talk about a fair amount, and there's a good reason why. So let's take a look at what our actual definition of ABA is. Uh, ABA is Applied Behavior Analysis. That's what ABA stands for. Notice it's not behavioral analysis. I know that that's like a really small thing, but when you're at a table and you want to make it look like you know what you're talking about, that is a definitive thing. For folks who say, well, Applied Behavioral Analysis, that shows that, you're new to the game. So learn that, apply to behavior analysis. Uh, it's the application of the principles of learning and motivation from behavior analysis. Well, there you go. That clarified the whole thing. It employs procedures and technology derived from scientifically demonstrated principles of behavior to increase socially significant behaviors and decrease unwanted or inappropriate behaviors. I got to be honest, like I really hate this definition because it really doesn't tell me what we're talking about. And it throws in these things about um, unwanted and inappropriate behaviors. It feels judgy to me. Does it feel judgy to you? It feels a little judgy to me. So, and I don't like that because my understanding of ABA and how ABA has worked in my life is not judgy. So I don't like that. Let's move on to our working definition and see if we can't poke some holes in this thing and see what holds water. So ABA is a proven method of increasing or teaching desired behavior and reducing unwanted behavior. So um, you know, think about anybody in life um, who wants to learn something and wants to learn it in a way that's really effective because the whole point of learning is so that you can you know, have this thing and be able to use it. Like nobody wants to walk around and just be a receptacle of knowledge. The whole point of learning is so that you can gain knowledge and be able to use it and make it your own. Um, and as a former teacher, and I think once a, once a teacher, always a teacher, uh, I believe that we all should be curious and wanting to learn and grow our whole lives. I know it's not necessarily everybody's thing, but um, I really like to be around people who want to learn. And I love to learn something new. I don't want to know everything. But every once in a while I'll be like, ooh, I wanna learn how to do that, right? And when I wanna learn how to do something, I don't wanna spend all my time being frustrated and I don't wanna to get to the point where I go, well, that's it, I guess I just can't learn that. If I was curious enough to want to learn it, then I wanna be able to learn it. So I wanna work with teachers who are good at what they do and who know how to make it so that I can learn and that I can progress, right? And the fact of the matter is, is that ABA is widely considered the greatest teaching method that there is because it's effective, because it's effective. And because people do make progress and they learn how to do things and it makes for a happier person the way that you do it, because it's not browbeating somebody. It's not that. So here's the truth of ABA. All kinds of people use ABA. I know that ABA gets talked about in the autism world and everybody goes, oh, ABA is uh, an autism therapy. Well, I mean, you know, that is true. And it is is the only autism therapy that has been found to be effective for all different kinds of people on the autism spectrum of all different abilities and all different ages. That's true. But it just so happens that ABA is not, an autism therapy only. It is actually uh, a proven method of increasing and teaching behaviors that we want to do and can help us to decrease behaviors that we don't want to do. So businesses use this, nursing homes use this, Olympic athletes use this. People who want to perform at their highest level use ABA. So I want you to know that, but it just so happens that in the, a couple of people experimented with ABA, but it wasn't until Ivar Lovas in the eighties decided that he wanted to work with um, younger kids on the autism spectrum. And he wanted to work with them intensively over an intense period of time. Uh, He was doing 40 hours of therapy with them over a two-year period. And what he found was definitively that ABA was an effective tool to teach individuals on the autism spectrum. He found that definitively. In fact, it was so effective that roughly around 40, I think it's like, because different studies show different things, but 40-something I think one chose 42, one chose 47, one chose 49. So 40 something percent of kiddos who received during a certain window of time uh, between the ages of three and five, if they got intensive ABA that was done quality ABA, that was done a minimum of 40 hours a week that somewhere in the neighborhood of the 40, whatever percent of them would no longer need support for the rest of their lives. I know. Take that in for a moment because you may not have heard that. And all the chatter, sometimes that gets lost, but that's the core. That 40 some odd percent, if they got intensive ABA over a minimum of two years, would no longer need support for the rest of their lives. Now, it wasn't everybody. Let's be clear about that. It wasn't everybody. But so what happened to that other 40 some odd percent that or 50 50 whatever percent that didn't get to the point where they didn't need support the rest of their lives they still made tremendous progress they just made it in different categories there was actually two other groups One that made tremendous progress, but still needed a bit of support in their lives. And then there was a third category of of people who needed um, more significant support, but they still made tremendous progress. It's just the things that they made progress in were different than the other two groups. They made progress in adaptive skills. They were able to be toileted. They were were able to do chores. They were able to have functional communication, but they still were going to need some significant support the rest of their life. Now, knowing this, like when this study broke in 1987, it was earth shattering to parents all over the world. And there was a growing movement of people who said, "Um, now that I know that and nobody else using any other teaching technique has been able to demonstrate anything close to that, I want for my child to get ABA. Uh, now, I will say that ABA has gone through a lot of different changes, and now, because of all the studies, hundreds of studies now that show the effectiveness of ABA, um, in the last few years, uh, laws were passed that forced insurance to pay for ABA, and that's every all of the 50 states have some sort of a mandate now here in the United States about covering ABA. That doesn't mean that everybody has access to it yet, but we're closer than we've ever been before. But so here's a couple of the rubs here. Um, The biggest thing that I want people to know is that um, a lot of times parents are veering from what the research said. Um, This is a proven method, scientific basis that says, here are the things that we know. And we don't know everything, but here are the things that we know. If kids, Within that window of three to five, get that intensive ABA. Um, and you've heard people say early intervention, early intervention, early intervention. Um, but it isn't just early inter- intervention. It's early intensive intervention. That gives you the best window for success. Now, is that everything? Does that mean if you have a seven-year-old, well, you know, you're done, peace out. You didn't, you missed the boat. No, it doesn't mean that at all it just means that the studies have not been done in that area. And it means you're going to have to fight harder. But we see kids make progress at seven all the time. We see people who are 17 make progress. We see people who are 77 make progress using ABA. So ABA is a tool, which means that it's important that you be using the tool with people who know how to use the tools. And, and it's great that insurance is funding ABA. It is absolutely fabulous. We, we like celebrate it when ABA um, is paid for by insurance. It's an amazing, amazing thing. But it does mean that a lot of people have hung out a shingle and said, hey, I'm an ABA provider. Um, there is a board that governs and says that, um, People have to be a board certified behavior analyst, which is great. So we have a baseline of people who know ABA, but I would say to you, you need someone who not only knows ABA, but knows ABA in the world of autism and has experience and that they have proven results. Um, And then there are a lot of other things that go into making a quality ABA provider. But I just wanna tell you, if you're listening to me and you are a person who's struggling whether you yourself are on the autism spectrum or you have a loved one who's on the autism spectrum and you're struggling with something, please look into ABA. You're gonna see a lot of things and we talk about that here on the show. Everyone is not a fan of ABA. I would say to you that most of the people who are not fans of ABA are not fans of the earliest version, uh, which wasn't even called ABA then. It was called behavior modification. And if you've got a good quality ABA provider, it is so very not related to that. And I can talk about that ad infinitum, but um, all I want you to know is the reason why I get so hyped up about this, the reason why it just means the world to me is because I was someone who was told not to do ABA with my child. See, I'm gonna get emotional. I was told by a developmental pediatrician, do not do ABA with your child. Uh, And she told me that it would turn him into a robot and that bad, you know, that they would, treat him less than human. And so I said, well, we're not doing that because that is not the kind of parent I am. If you know me, you know that that is not me. Um, And so for six months, while my child lost all functional communication, I was offered ABA services because I lived in the great state of California and they were offering it to me for free. And I said, no, more times than you could shake a stick at. I said, no. And then finally I met a family and I met their child and their child was doing amazingly. And he was talking in full sentences. And that child was Logan Shepard. You've seen him before on the show. And that family told me about good quality ABA. And they said, you gotta, you gotta take a look at this because in fact, what they said was you gotta go to CARD because miracles happen there. And I saw this young man, I saw, how he was doing. And I saw videos of how he had been before. And I saw videos of what Card was doing with him. And I was so old. And then I re- they gave me a book to read that was by Christina Adams. And we have Christina on the show all the time. She wrote a book called A Real Boy. Changed my life. We started at Card. It was hard. We fought and fought and fought everybody to get started at Card. and um, And for my son, it was more than two years. Just keeping it real here. Just keeping it real. It was five years, not all of them at 40 hours, uh, but in the beginning it was 40 hours a week. And I remember thinking that was crazy. Crazy good is what it is. And my son is 17 and he's a senior now uh, as of the other day. And we are writing down all the colleges he's applying to and people are like, so what colleges is he applying to? Well, Harvard and you know USC, And all these amazing schools, that's where my life is. And my son and I have deep conversations about everything under the sun. This is why it's important to me. If I had listened to that first person and not done what we did, quality ABA, I don't know where we would be. And I can't even think about it. I just want you to know it's there. It's available. You're going to have to work to get it, but it's available there for you. Please. If you're listening to me and you're not sure, call me up, write to me. Let's talk. ABA. Quality ABA can make a huge, huge difference. All right, I don't want to waste any more time because we're you know we're getting behind here, but uh, you know where I'm coming from. All right, moving on. We always have a question of the day for you. And uh, the question is, who do you wish you could meet? Like, who would you love to meet? Like, let's just put it out there into you because you know who I wanna meet. Like, if you watch this show, you know, I wanna meet Oprah, <laughs> I just wanna meet Oprah. I've met a lot of people. It's been very exciting in my life, but I have not yet met Oprah. Uh, but you know, I will boo-hoo cry. Um, but I want to meet Oprah. That's who I want to meet. Okay. But who do you want to meet? I want to know who you want to meet. Uh, Okay. Next, uh, we always have our, our topic, excuse me, of the week. And our topic this week is climbing the mountain. And we've been talking about how important it is. You look, you stand at the base, you look up at the top of the mountain, and it seems really far away. You got to get on the mountain. You got to get on the path. And when you start walking up the path, you can't see the top of the mountain anymore when you're on the path. That's okay. You focus on what's in front of you, but you keep moving. And that's how you get to the top of the mountain. And we will get there. Si se puede, right? We hold hands. We will get there together. Um, And I love that uh, our guests that are going to be on the show today are people who've been climbing the mountain and and they're someplace really fabulous. And it's important when you're climbing the mountain every once in a while to stop, look, and go, look at how far we've come. Right? Um, so I really, really love our, our guest today and she's got some wonderful guests that she's bringing with her. Of course, we're talking about Elaine Hall from The Miracle Project. And I uh, hope that you guys tuned in on HBO to see Autism the sequel earlier um, in April, the very end of April that was playing on HBO. And I hope that you've seen the first one, Autism the Musical um coachy e, elaine hall is she with us traven because if she is let's go ahead and bring elaine hall in she's an amazing i ama- look at that a miracle project rehearsing for life uh, amazing amazing organization amazing performers um do we have elaine i think we've got some of her students here but we're going to hold off on those until we have elaine here with us uh and hopefully let me check my phone see if elaine's having a problem uh okay. So there she is. Hi, hi Elaine. Hi 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 hi. How are you? Oh,
2: I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we have our show tonight and so it's kind of, you know,
1: um it's like giving birth it's like uh you know you you work and work and work on something and now you're gonna put it out there for the world to see it's a very exciting time and I'm sure you're very busy so I'm glad you could spend a few minutes with us today oh
2: always thank you so much thank you so much my favorite place to be so <laughs> thank you well, so much
1: we <laughs> have got a lot of new viewers on today so tell them a little bit about the miracle project and how it came to be Elaine
2: Okay, uh, the Miracle Project is a fully inclusive, neurodiverse theater, film, social skills, life skills, work skills, and a creative expression uh, program for all ages and all abilities. And it started when I, I'm a TV and film acting coach And when I, my son was diagnosed with, with autism, traditional therapies didn't work for him. But what was, what did work was creativity and music and dance and drama. And when I joined his world, he was able to emerge into our world. I started training with some of the greats, um, uh, Dr. Of course, I learned every, I learned, I, 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 learned from her. I learned from Dr. Greenspan. I learned from Barry Presant and Stephen Shore and uh, created a methodology so that I could train my actor, singer, dancer, friends how to join my son's world. And as a result of that, he merged into our world, still autistic, still non-speaking, but happy, joyous, connected. And uh, those methods are now the inclusion from within methods and have been replicated across the globe. And, uh, and we create original musicals and that's what we're doing
1: tonight. <laughs> Amazing. And especially in this time, I mean, you know, we, we have theater, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing some of the places that I subscribe to, they're just canceling their entire season for the next year, but not the Miracle Project. You have said, we're taking this online. And so explain to us what's happening tonight how people could participate, how they can view, and and what what this is going to be like.
2: Thanks, Shannon. Well, it's exactly what you said. We were supposed to go live um, at our artistic home, the Wallace Annenberg Center for the Performing Arts, and we were perf- supposed to perform in June, June eleventh. And uh, when we found out that we were not going to be able to, I it was heartbreaking, and I didn't want our students to be disappointed. They so. In less than less than a month and a half, we created an original musical for Zoom. And the students actually have filmed themselves and learned how to do audio recording. And I mean, it's it's just been it's been unreal, and phenomenal what, what they've accomplished. We have a, a brilliant music director, um, Noel Katz, and um, assistant director, Sandy Abramson, and then our genius editor, Justin Anthony Long, pieced it together, and I think, I, and, and I've got a couple of the students that are here. to Yeah,
1: let's welcome them. Let's, uh, Traven, go ahead and let them in. And then uh, Coach E, we're gonna have you introduce everybody to us.
2: Wonderful, and I think, is there a trailer too to show?
1: Yeah, there is a trailer. Should we do that while we let them in? That's a great idea. Okay, so let's do that. Trayvon, go ahead and go to the trailer. And and so the name of this show is The Influencer?
2: Yes, and the idea is how are we influenced by society, corporations, music, and um, how does it impact us? And how do we make a positive influence on others?
1: Well, that's pretty timely. Here we go. Here's the trailer. Well, that is just awesome. <laughs> uh, that is just awesomeness, uh, and so we see that we are uh, welcoming. Go ahead and introduce us. You? Yeah. Hi. hi,
2: hi. So, who tell us who we're looking at, Elaine? Oh, I get to introduce them. Okay. Yes. So we have the stars of the show, and. Uh, um, and we have a uh, Dominique Brown who plays um, Frankie T, who's one of the cool kids and um, is at first misunderstood by some of the, the kind of, um, you know, our, our uh, more intellectual students. And at first he's misunderstood, but then they realize that he's a super nice guy and actually brings in, he's a, he's a, um, a musician and Dom has some songs that he, a song that he wrote. And then he's also singing along with another one of our actors who wrote another song. And then we have his amazing mom, Monique. Hey, and hi, Shannon. Monique, hi.
1: <laughs> so good to see you guys.
2: Yep. Good to see you. And, I, and Monique, you know, the, the parents and siblings had to help with filming. So I thought we'd bring Monique on to kind of share a little bit about that. And Wonderful. then And then we also have um, JoJo and Dylan Kiedman. And um, they are uh, a brother and sister act, but they play entirely different roles. Uh, (laughs) And I'll let you tell them a little bit, but Jojo plays um, uh, one of the high school students and she's hilarious and wonderful. And Dylan is our scientist who helps to craft a potion that has a, I'm not gonna give it away, but has an influence on culture. And also Dylan was one of our writers. (laughs) So Dylan Wonderful. worked with us in the beginning when we had a really long script and then helped us uh, condense it and, and make it meaningful in, in the version that you'll see. And it's, it's actually a complete half hour virtual musical that, that you'll see.
1: Love it. Before I ask you guys questions, where are we getting the tickets and how much are the tickets and, and all of that, Elaine?
2: So the tickets uh, can be found on the Miracle Project uh, website, uh, the miracleproject.org, the miracleproject.org, and you'll see ticketing information. And uh, what's really exciting is well, tonight is our, our premiere, and we found out that what we're doing is historic, never been done with a neurodiverse cast all filmed in quarantine, an original musical. So we have made history and you'll be making history with us tonight. And then on Sunday, we have a four o'clock uh, Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time, where we are having it captioned and we have a sign language interpreter. So um, right. we really wanna make the, the show accessible to everyone. So I'm, I'm really right. jazzed.
1: Okay, so Dom, I, I want to talk to you and your mom first, and then we'll come to you guys, Dylan and Jojo. But Dom, you've been with the Miracle Project for a while. How long have you been doing the Miracle Project?
3: Exactly since uh, 2014, that's seven
1: years. Wow. Um, and, you know, I've gotten to see you perform. You are amazingly talented, and I think you know that, and I've told you that before. And I'm sure you just must be so proud of him, mom. I am. I'm very proud of him
4: and very excited um, to see the production that they put on. Yeah. I know that they worked really hard. Well, we all did, but they <laughs> sure. they really worked hard. So, but and the parents are important. Different for
1: them, so. Yeah. yeah. But Dom, you're somebody who's who's been performing a lot. What, maybe if you could help, the parents that are watching understand what does this do for you having the opportunity to perform?
3: It gives me the opportunity to shine. And you know, I, I help others understand that you know it's more than just being autistic, it's also being a human being. So sorry.
1: No, no. No, uh, that's absolutely beautiful. And I can't imagine a world in which you didn't get to perform. So, I, you know, I can't imagine how hard this this you know shutdown has been for you. But, um, are you really glad that you've got an opportunity to still perform during this?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's different, but we yeah. we still get to still get to have the opportunity.
1: Do you get antsy when you don't get to perform? Do you get like you know like oh I gotta I gotta do something?
3: yeah sort
1: of. does he have a hard time mom
4: yes he needs to do something he has to perform well
1: yeah he does I'm, i've got a husband who's an actor and he gets crabby if he doesn't perform so i, can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> so uh now dylan and jojo so happy to welcome you to the show for the first time um and i i'm thrilled that you guys are here is this your first time doing something with the miracle project
0: uh i did some stuff with them when i was little but uh this is my first uh big thing in in the last few years
1: and what what's it like doing this with your with your brother and your sister is this more fun or is it sometimes hard
5: well we get along very well Mm -hmm. um very well yeah we've always wanted to do a show together
1: and so do you do so you you've been performing before and but you're now uh performing with the miracle project is that right yeah
5: yes. um i've been doing a lot of musical theater on my own and we both really enjoy it uh we're but just,
1: this is the first time you're doing something together
5: yeah yes it's very special
1: well that's a reason to tune in just for that now did you help each other to film um the the things yeah. together
5: yeah we definitely helped each other um I mean, we both have different strengths and weaknesses. Um, Yeah, Jojo's better
0: at the music aspect. I'm better at like the technology and filming aspect.
5: We would like film each other and help with like vocal warm ups and stuff.
1: So this is a question for all of you. What was the hardest part of putting the show together during this quarantine? Elaine, do
2: you want to go first? Um. Let's see. The hardest part for me, I mean, I, I'm one of, I've, I've loved it. I mean, I love that I get to see them every week. I love their energy. I love getting to, um, to be with them. And like Dom has been an incredible leader. He's always bringing out the other students. I mean, he was going to be one of our assistants this year and he's just naturally been doing it. Um, seeing, just seeing everybody and, and uh, the helpfulness that they've been for each other. Um, the hardest part, I guess, is you know, we want to hug each other. I think that's it. But we feel each other's hearts, and uh, I think that's been the hardest part. For me, learning technology, but I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm showing others now how to do it. I'm, I'm becoming an expert on Zoom. And- i tell you,
1: your editor clearly is genius. I love that trailer. Absolutely amazing. So Dom, what's been the hardest part for you of putting this together?
3: I feel like there's like been two things that have been hard for this round. Um, one is, you know, not being, being there with all the people that you care about and hope that you get to see every day. Uh, the other is the recording because it usually gets hot when you, you know,
1: throw the blanket over your head. Uh, and the reason why I'm asking what's, in case anybody's wondering, the reason why I'm asking what was hard is because clearly you overcame it. And I think there are a lot of people who are watching who are faced with like something that they feel like they can't do or something that's hard. And I just want them to see like but you can, like people, people overcome things every day. Michelle, what was the hardest part for you? Uh, excuse me, Monique, I'm so sorry. Um, the filming, the technology,
4: um, learning how to, to how to, you know, when you have to film these things and they're in this large, large, um, what do you call it? I mean, large files, large files. And, and you're trying to get them over on time and you, and the technology, but I can say I have learned a lot. From well, it, mean, like Elaine, I'm expert now. I know how to go. zoom. I know how to send and record and zoom in and zoom out, and we'll we'll see how good we did. <laughs> uh,
1: and and forgive me because one of our viewers, Michelle, had just said, "I'm looking forward to seeing this." And, and Kirsten had said, "I set up a watch live party on my Facebook uh, for my non-autistic community, which is wonderful." Um, and so I was looking at her comment, but I uh, so I apologize, Monique. No problem. You and I know each other from way yes. back. when yes. I still have
4: a I yes, still have I your
1: fan <laughs> from way back then. Uh, so I, I, every time I see her, I'm like, "I've got your fan." I, I a, and it's a beautiful fan. I need to get it back to you. So Dylan and JoJo, what's been the hardest for you? What's been the thing that you've overcome in doing this?
0: So for me, the hardest part was definitely having to be flexible and condensing the script for a different format. Uh, We had to cut out a bit of the content in order to make it fit into the video format versus the live action format. Yes. And I had to be flexible for that. That's awesome. Um,
5: It was very hard to adjust to doing video and um, the audio separately. Typically we just do it together. Um, So there was a lot of adjustment to that. Um, That was something I overcame. It was also hard when we were all in a group together. We could only do one thing at a time.
1: Yeah well but I love hearing all this because you can hear Elaine how many skills have been built because it's, of it
2: having to be this way it's unbelievable I mean I have to do my filming for the behind the scenes and I'm 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 anxious about it but they give me strength and hope because you know what they have accomplished is is really unbelievable people would say it's impossible and you guys you I'm so get proclaimed yeah. um but I uh I'm so proud of you and in awe of what they've done. I mean, they had to audio record songs. They had to, and then they had to visually move to the songs separately. Audio record, what what Dom was referring to, is they had to put a blanket over their head to create the space. Our music director had to compose to get all the rhythms. Because what you're going to see and what you saw in the video, all of that was filmed, Most all of the songs were filmed one person at a time. And yet it, it looks like we were all in a room. So what that's, they had to overcome, their flexibility, uh, as, as Dylan was saying, the, um, the patience, the waiting, and, and that's the thing, and, and for, for your viewers, is this team, they're the Miracle Project company, and they've shown that you can over, with you put your mind to it, you can, you can overcome challenges and do what people think is impossible and do it with grace and dignity and the idea of teamwork and working for a higher good. And then one of the moms said something to me the other day. She said that because everybody trusted each other and they trusted the staff, that you were all able to just go along this ride with us. Do you feel that that was something that was important to you, is that trust?
1: You guys, Dylan and Jojo and and Dom, did you guys feel like the trust, Monique? Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, you know, somebody has written in something and I'm gonna love uh, this because it used to be in the, the pre-COVID world, we would have the Miracle Project on, and this is the point when everybody would be like, oh, we wish this was here. And we would say to people, you know, it could be, you could just ask for Elaine to bring her team, and, you know, she picks two places in the world every year. And, you know, year by year, two more places have the Miracle Project, but, you know, it's not everybody. A parent has written in and said my daughter would love to take classes but unfortunately we live in Hawaii. She loves to sing and dance. Well, here is one of the gifts of this crazy time. Tell them tell them Elaine what they can do.
2: Uh first of all, Hawaii, that's my favorite favorite place. So hi. Um <laughs> uh, fortunately, the the positives of Zoom is that we are now holding all of our classes online. And we have people from around the country joining our classes. So we have all ages, all abilities, everything from social skills classes that use improvisation to rehearse for life to musical theater classes where we are learning from classical and contemporary musicals and performing to comedy improv, to songwriting, poetry. And then what you see here is the Miracle Project company class. So, uh, and we, we are really, um, we want you to join us, everybody. We, this is what's exciting. We're able to offer these classes to everyone now. Isn't
1: that amazing?
2: We may continue that.
1: Well, I, uh, man, I hope you do at least a little bit at, when we're, when we're back to whatever the normal is, I hope that you continue it a little because it gives other people opportunities. So even if you're, you're in Hawaii, where would you go, uh, Elaine? And, and we have people who've written in that they're watching in India.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, Ecuador, wow. India. So where would they go if they wanted to take a class? Yeah, same thing. Go to the miracleproject.org. And we have all our classes listed, but you could also just email. Uh, when you go to the site, you'll see, you'll, there's something where you can contact us and we'll get back to you. Just tell us a time zone and uh, we'll make sure we get back to you and sign you up.
1: There you go. And so, um, you know, I asked what was the hardest thing. I now wanna know like, what's, what's been the most amazing thing that you've learned um during this particular production, because you've all had been doing different things with the Miracle Project, but what is this um the influencer taught all of you? Don, you want to go first?
3: I think it's taught me like you know how to use Zoom more better, like, you know, just get around online instead of like being out there. Very cool. Dylan and Jojo, what have you guys,
1: what's like the best thing that you've gotten out of this?
0: So we mentioned that I've been writing a lot of it. And in the past, a, a few years ago, I would have never imagined writing anything more than a sentence. And now Influencer has inspired me to start working on my own projects.
1: There you go. There you go. Jojo, what about for you?
5: Um, I think that, doing all this has just, um, it, I've met so many kind uh, people through this, so many talented um, people. They've all been so nice. I'm just so happy to be part of the Miracle Project community.
1: Wonderful. And Monique, not just this production, but as a parent, what has it meant to you having Dom have the opportunity to be a part of the Miracle Project as a whole over the years? What has that meant for you? As a
4: whole, over the years, it, it's meant the world. Um, they're a family to us. Um, we've grown with them. Um, and then the the biggest thing that I think that that came out of this, this particular production, mm-hmm. I just, I saw that they can overcome anything you know, this This was a very big thing, this pandemic, and very trying. And when they shut us all in, like that first two weeks was really, really stressful and trying. And when this Zoom thing came up and they had that first Zoom class, he didn't know how much he enjoyed it because it, it was new and he wanted <laughs> to be there with them. But at the same time, he was seeing everybody and we hadn't seen anybody for like, what, two or three weeks. So they just became strong and and they pulled through. And so I just think they can overcome anything. They can do anything they put their minds to.
1: What a great life lesson, beautiful. What a great life lesson to give our kids. Uh, Okay, so again, tonight, the uh, half hour performance, is it's the world premiere. Um, and what time is it happening, Elaine?
2: So the, um, we're gonna open the doors at, at 4.50 uh, Pacific time, which is Eastern time, 7.50, no, yeah, 7.50, and Hawaii time, uh, three hours difference. So yeah, I think yeah. it's like 1.50. And then the show will be starting promptly at, uh, at 5.05. So we'll be promptly starting then, but come in early because you'll see photos and there'll be music and original music from one of our composers. And, uh, um, and then we'll have a Q&A at the end. So there'll actually be, uh, the show itself is a half hour and then there's a Q&A at the end. So you know, the whole thing will be about, uh, uh, about 45 minutes. And then on Sunday, with sign and sign language interpreter, the show starts at four p.m. Pacific time. Now, are you also doing performances on Friday and Saturday? We're not. We're doing Thursday just and Sunday. Thursday and Sunday, and then down the road, and Shannon, when this happens down the road, we will have it available on demand.
1: Fabulous. But,
2: um, we're we'll that's in the works.
1: I got to say, you know. I- we've all i mean we had to change how we do things here um but we couldn't do this before we could never we always wanted to do this and we couldn't do this before and i watched a lot of a lot of different uh, outlets but i, I just want to say that not to diss anybody but we watched saturday night live try to do what i think you guys have been successful at i think you've done a better job at it than saturday night Live. <laughs> <laughs> so and and they had everything at their disposal and i know you guys are often weaving things and going you know i've i've got a barn you've got drums let's do a show and it's um, all,
2: so all done with it with a phone.
4: <laughs> we've got a cell phone
2: yeah you got yes. a cell phone you can make may, it may I, may I quote you may i say sure, absolutely okay. You guys remember this quote, okay? We heard it here. We did it better than Saturday Night Live. I think so too.
1: You know, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, and not, not, and not by a little. I think by a mile, you <laughs> did it better than Saturday Night Live. So congratulations. And if that doesn't show the world um, what our kids are capable of, then I don't know what would. So. I'm so proud of all of you for the work that you have done. And um, I just want to, we're running out of time, but I just want to give everybody a quick second um, to give a shout out to why the world should be watching tonight. So uh, who wants to go first? I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Uh, But why should the world watch tonight? Um, Why why is this not to be missed? Elaine, do you want to go first?
2: The world needs to watch this tonight because it will fill you with joy, hope, and a sense of the impossible is possible.
1: And we need some of that just about now, right? Dom, why do you think the world should watch this tonight?
3: The world should be watching tonight because we are showing that we are able to do anything, including a virtual show, even if we have to.
1: There we go,
4: Monique. I agree with Dom and Elaine, and I think that um, they should watch just to be a part of the history. This is history.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Dylan? The world should be watching just because it'll be fun to watch.
5: Yeah, the world should watch to see that people with autism can be creative. They can be theatrical.
1: Wonderful. And some of our viewers are writing in and saying, Miracle Project is an inspiration. And I think that that's absolutely true. And the mom of the daughter in Hawaii said, ooh, she's did two clappy hands. And she said, ooh, I will tell my daughter, I'm so happy to hear about the online options. And she said, yay. Uh, So again, we've got just time, one more time, Elaine, where do they need to go to get the tickets to be able to see tonight's performance?
2: TheMiracleProject.org. Okay. And that, that'll take you to our homepage and then you'll see, you know, they, the page of the Influencer.
1: Great. And so you want to get tickets either for tonight for the premiere and there's the talk back afterwards, the Q and A afterwards, or for Sunday's sensory friendly performance where there's going to be a, uh, somebody signing and there'll be closed captioning. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the choice between those two performances now. And there's also a talk back on Sunday. Yep.
2: There'll also be a talk back with the actors on Sunday as well
1: wonderful so that's not to be missed you guys all right well i just want to thank all of you for taking time out of your out of a very busy day um to be with us to share this important stuff and thank you for being such a light on this planet in a time when we need all the lights we can find right so thank um, thank you you guys shine tonight thank you so much shannon we love you
2: thank you thank you shannon
1: thank you you. it's great great to see you guys So it's like so much fun. All right. I'm just going to finish out the show. You guys can stay or go, whatever you choose to do. I just want to remind everybody that uh, tomorrow we're back here with Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist Vince Redmond will be joining us then. And don't forget, uh, we're inviting everyone to take part in the Joanne-Laura virtual memorial that's happening on Saturday morning. That is on our Facebook right now. You do have to register for that so that you can get the code to get into the memorial on Saturday morning. But we're gonna be back tomorrow with more of Autism Live and uh, Nancy Allspa Jackson will be joining me. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Tune in tonight to see this wonderful show by the Miracle Project. Thanks, you guys, for being with us. Thank you. Bye bye for now. Bye bye.
2: You guys were awesome. You we're awesome. Thank you, Shannon.
1: Thanks. Thank you so much. Thanks, you guys. Wave Thank goodbye you, to everybody. Bye bye. Cool. You see my dad they can still see you.
4: Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs>